Today, we consider the Christian virtue of love. And the title is these three words from 1 Corinthians 13, verse 7, love always protects. And in 1 John 4, verse 8, John describes God in three words, God is love. In God, we have the source of love and the immensity of love. As someone wrote, Oh, the love of God is boundless, it's perfect, it's causeless, it's full and free. And finishes with the chorus, "'Tis the love displayed by Jesus when alone at Calvary." Indeed, Paul wrote that we might grasp, get a real grip of it, how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Jesus. Why? Because in John 13, where we read, Jesus declared again in just three words, love one another. But then he added, as I have loved you. Now let's understand that in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul is not defining love, but he's telling us how love acts. And I have chosen this one action of love. In verse 7, love always protects. We can couple that with love never fails, and we have eternal protection and eternal security. The original word means covers or conceals. Covers as a roof keeps out the wind and the rain and the heat, or as a waterproof keeps you dry from the rain. Or it can mean conceals as a container, conceals and protects what is inside it. Covers, conceals, and protects. Sometimes this is translated as love bears all things, for there is a cost in protecting others. It needs patience, It means being strong for the one who is weak, by daytime and by nighttime. The struggles that others are enduring is greater than the protection that you and I are giving. So don't give up on them. Another has said, in relation to itself, love always endures. And in relation to others, love always protects. And love proceeds from the nature of the lover rather than the merits of the one who is being loved. So first we must learn from God himself. In the Garden of Eden, as Adam and Eve prepared to walk away, God stopped them and clothed them with coats of skin. God did it. The coats of skin covered their nakedness and protected them. God's love protected Adam and Eve. When Noah was instructed to build the ark, it was not just an open hull that he had to build, but God told him specifically, make a roof for it. A roof to cover and protect from the storms and the rain. God's love protected Noah and his family. And when we come to the escape of God's people from Egypt... God instructs them to put blood on the doorposts and on the lintel 
to protect them from the destroying angel as it passes over. God's love protects his people. And when they come to build the tabernacle, there is a mercy seat where the blood of the sacrificed lamb was sprinkled as a covering for the sins of the people. God's love covers their sins and protects the people. Now, all of these examples look on to the supreme demonstration of God's love at the cross in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. To bear our sins and in love protect us from the wrath of God, Jesus was the propitiation for our sins, as we read in 1 John 4. Covering the sins of those who trust in him by his precious blood. Jesus was abandoned that we might be protected forever. God's love covers sin. It covers the cost. It pays the debt. It redeems us. And it covers us forever. As Isaiah wrote in chapter 61, God clothed me with garments of salvation and covered me with the robe of righteousness. That is Jesus that he covered you with. And there is a robe in God's wardrobe for you to clothe you, to protect you from eternal judgment. You might say, why does God love me and protect me with his love? Because he created you in his image. And although fallen into sin, he desires to save you from hell and have you in heaven. God's love protects So trust in Jesus now. Little Ivan and Big Ivan were both in prison on death row. Christians had shared the gospel in the prison, and little Ivan trusted Jesus. Everyone rejoiced, but then they got really worried because the news came through that Big Ivan was moved into the same cell as little Ivan. And would Big Ivan terrorize him? But little Ivan told Big Ivan about Jesus being able to save him. And Big Ivan accepted Jesus as his savior in a prison on death row. And that was the answer to Big Ivan's mother's prayers. Not long after Big Ivan died, but he had been saved by Jesus God's love shows protecting power to the uttermost, even to death row. Someone wrote, and I read it, The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. Could we with ink the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill? And every man a scribe by trade to write the love of God above would drain the oceans dry, nor would the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. God's love always protects. He's a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. His protecting love treasures our tears in a bottle, 
preserving the testimony of our pain and trials. His protecting love treasures the prayers of saints, valuing them forever, and writes a book of remembrance of those who feared him and spoke often one to another. You matter to God. He loves you. There are some trains where the driver sits behind a door in a glass cab at the front of the coach. A young boy was sitting near the front of the coach, eating some sweets and frequently looking ahead at the tracks before him. Some teenagers decided to torment the boy and demand some of his sweets. He refused, and they became more aggressive. If you don't stop bullying me, I'll tell my dad and he'll sort you out, the little boy said. They laughed, and the boy knocked on the glass window of the driver's cab. The train slowed and stopped. The driver came into the coach, and the boy, turning to the bully, said, He's my dad. And the train driver said, And he's my son. A parent's love should always protect their children. And greater still, God's love protects us all. And then we must learn from Jesus himself. Jesus is the great shepherd of the sheep, in love protecting the flock, guarding the entrance to the fold. He stands between them and the foe, and he lays down his life in their stead. And when he describes himself as a hen gathers her brood under her wing, so Jesus protects us. And as the eagle, Jesus carries us on his wings, protecting us with his wings. Jesus is always there for us. In love, he protects the woman who poured out perfume on him from Simon's sarcasm and said, what she could, she has done. And on another occasion, when a woman in the crowd secretly touched him and was healed, Jesus asks, who has touched me? Then in protective love, he calls her daughter. She is no longer an outcast, but brought into the family of God. A young woman left a troubled family home, and unfortunately she became an addict. She went into a church one day, and the speaker said, Maybe you don't have someone you can turn to as an earthly father, but you have a heavenly father who will never leave you and will always be there for you. She said, I suddenly realized the wonder of these words. I asked forgiveness and I turned from my addiction that day. I went home. I searched out my family and I told them I had found Jesus. And I said to my father, I forgive you for all the hurt you have caused me. I warned him that it is the biggest lie of the devil that everyone goes to a better place when they die. And I said to him, you need Jesus. Jesus loves you and will forgive you. 
There was no response. But I thought he had listened. In the hours before he died in hospital, all the family were called. And as the family gathered round, he looked at us and went round us one by one, asking his wife and then each of his family to forgive him. And then he raised his eyes upwards and asked God to forgive him. He lived without Jesus, but he died with Jesus. And as for me, she said, Jesus rescued me when I was in despair. And Jesus died even for people like me and like my dad. That is the God we know, whose love always protects and waits beside us, desiring that we trust in Jesus and are saved. Jesus, who holds our hand in life, walks with us in death and takes us to our eternal home. And so we are asked by Jesus to love one another as I have loved you. A new commandment, not just love one another, but adding as I have loved you. Sacrificial love becomes the new standard. You see, you've got to know his love first before you can show it. You have been forgiven, forgive others. God has been patient with you, be patient with others. Look out for someone else, perhaps on the fringe, and be a friend like Hushai was to a fleeing David, who met him and put his arms around him, a true comforter, a protector motivated by love. And you know, that happened just after David had passed the last house. You might say the last option of a roof over his head. But Hushai was in hand at that moment. I love these details in Scripture. You know, did you ever wonder why Paul in his last letter to Timothy wrote, Bring my cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas. Perhaps he had given it to Carpus when Carpus needed it more than Paul. But now Paul needs it. And Timothy will bring it and he will wrap it around Paul in his cold cell as winter approaches. It's the story of love always protects. The details of love, the words of love are there. Bring the cloak and come before winter. Yes, it's love that protects. It's like a blanket that you wrap around a shivering child, like the arm you put around a frightened, distraught Christian, like the love with which you tuck a child into bed at night. When the younger son returned to his father in Luke 15, after turning his back on the family and being away for a long time, when his father saw him coming up the road that day, he ran, he fell upon his neck, he hugged him, and he covered him with kisses. And immediately he called out, Quickly, bring the best robe. For what reason? To cover him with his personal love and show to the people as they walked back through that city gate together, this is my son, 
I have accepted him. Do not say anything against him. All is forgiven. That is love that always protects. Maybe you have a a wayward son or daughter. And yes, they are wrong. But love always protects. So put your arms around them again. Shield them from gossip. And when they return to God and to you, be ready to forgive them. Remember always the wisdom of Proverbs 17 and 9. Whoever fosters love covers an offense. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Love always protects. Those who struggle don't need our knowledge. They need our love. And someone can be restored. And as they experience that love always protects, the flame of their faith is rekindled. And the hope of their heart is assured. And they thrive again. Because you showed them protecting love. And that is true fellowship. Not seeking out faults, but shielding others. Love doesn't spread around news to the detriment of others, like tabloid reporters seeking gloating headlines. No, love always conceals the problem. Pollutants can be a problem in estuaries, but the oyster absorbs the metal pollutants in an estuary, And certain cell types then enclose the metal pollutants by concealing them in vesicles within their cell structure. One will conceal zinc. Another will conceal copper, covering the pollutants safely. As we hear chat in our daily lives, if it is just gossip, a pollutant that can spread and harm then be like an oyster and wrap it up in a vesicle and prevent it from spreading around anymore. That is love in action, protecting one another. Love always protects. And remember this, love is an endless supply that never runs out, so pass it on. Be like the goblet on top of the stack which is constantly filled and overflows and it runs down into four below it and then into nine below that and into 16 below that and into 25, cascading down as it overflows from one to the next. What a powerful effect you and I can have upon each other as we demonstrate and pour out protecting love. Yes, pass it on, for more is coming, for God is the source. Love's protection is always practical. Love acts. It may need courage to encounter the heartbreaks of life, for sometimes when love protects, you weep with others, yet at other times you rejoice. The journey of protective love is not prescribed beforehand. It can be challenging, but it is optimistic love. It is triumphant love, and that is why it always protects. There has been an illustration used many times by preachers down through the decades. It is of a young girl in the time of Oliver Cromwell. 
She was engaged to a young soldier who was under sentence from Cromwell to be executed. The offense was not grave, but Cromwell would not back down and announced that at the sounding of the curfew bell that evening, the young man would be put to death. Evening came, and the bell ringer went to toll the bell. But on pulling the rope, it never rang. On climbing the bell tower to investigate, he found that the girl had wrapped herself around the clapper of the bell. They took her down from the bell, bruised and bleeding. Cromwell saw her and cancelled the sentence. In 1867, a poet wrote about that incident. At his feet, that's Cromwell's feet, at his feet she told her story, showed her hands all bruised and torn, and her face so sweet and pleading, yet with sorrow pale and torn, touched his heart with sudden pity, lit his eyes with misty light. Go, your lover lives, said Cromwell. Curfew will not ring tonight. This was costly love, protecting another, reflecting the words, love one another as I have loved you. I can say love protected me and love saved me at Calvary. I wasn't there. I wasn't born and neither were you. But Jesus died there for you and for me that we might trust in him. That love that protects will bring us home. And he who rescues us from the coming wrath and keeps us out of the hour of trial will soon descend from heaven. And those asleep in Jesus will rise and we shall all be changed and caught up together out of here in the twinkling of an eye to be forever with the Lord. I don't make this up. I quote the word of God. So friends, let's all be ready. Believe and be ready. Today, we have children who are struggling with online school. Above all, they need love by their parents. Love protects. In marriages today, there are strains of differences. Keep showing love, for love always protects. From children to students to elderly, we are all placed here for each other. And when we return to church, let us be ready to welcome the stranger and care for each other. Let Hebron be a place where love always protects. After all, Hebron was to be a city of refuge. It starts with each of us and grows into a true fellowship of believers. As I close, I ask the question, will your anchor hold in the storms of life? And may you respond, yes, it's grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. And if so, then practice the words of Jesus, love one another as I have loved you. Love always protects and he will hold you fast. Let's pray. Our God and Father, we thank you that you demonstrated your love to us in your Son, Jesus, our wonderful Savior. May we believe and trust in Jesus for salvation and peace and forgiveness and eternal life. 
And may we open our hearts to you that you may fill them with the waterfall of your love and that they may overflow to the blessing of others. We thank you that you are love, that love always protects. And may we actively love one another as Jesus has loved us. For your glory and honor, in Jesus' name, amen.